Hello and welcome to Guest Star from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The United States Treasury Department presents Guest Star with Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra, yours truly, John Conti, and starring Louis Calhoun. Adieu, ladies and gentlemen, this is John Conti, your host for Guest Star, a transcribed feature for savings bonds presented as a contribution of this station in the public interest. Save for security. Save some before you spend it all. Do it with guaranteed United States savings bonds through the payroll savings plan where you work or through the bond-a-month plan at your bank. In a moment, you'll meet our star. First, here's Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra with Harry's own arrangement of Cole Porter's Just One of Those Things. Thank you, Harry. And now we take you to Hollywood and our star, Louis Calhoun. 8,304 is not a large population. Yet Moundsville, which has exactly that number, is a fine place to live. A town where almost everyone knows everyone else. And where, like in most small cities, there are local problems. One of which is being discussed now in the pleasant elm-shaded clapboard house where Ben and Irma Foster have lived since they were first married. Ben, I am not nagging. I didn't say you were. Well, you didn't have to. After 20 years, I know that look. 
Emma, I'm not going up to Chicago and get down on my knees to Sam Courtney and beg him to sign a quitclaim deed just so Moundsville can have a new park named after your father. Then don't. We can go right on having an overgrown weed patch running a half mile along the new turnpike instead of a park, if that's what you want. It isn't what I want. I'm not the only member of the Chamber of Commerce. Someone else can go up uh, who doesn't mind stuffed shirts and ask Sam to sign a release. The land belonged to my father. Why should someone else go? Besides, it's just a legalistic thing anyhow, Sam owning that easement. My dear wife, there are two things I detest. One is snobs, the other begging favors, so you... And who says the Courtney's are snobs? You haven't seen them in ten years. Who has to see them? Sam's aunt buttonholes everybody in town to boast how well her nephew's doing in Chicago. How their kids go to the smartest schools up there. Is she any worse than your Aunt Minna, who thinks the sun rises and sets on you? That has nothing to do with it, and you know it. So make up your mind to one thing, once and for all. Capital N, no, no. I am not going to Chicago and prostrate myself before the Courtney's. Hello? Hello, Irma? Ben, why are you calling from Chicago? Is everything all right? Oh, darling, you're not sick, are you? I most certainly am sick. Sick up to here of your ritzy friends, the Courtney's. Oh, Ben, they didn't turn you down, did they? I'll say they didn't, and I'm not going to give them the chance. Now, Ben, will you quiet down and tell me what happened? Well, right after I checked in and unpacked, I called their place, got Dora on the phone. Yes, go on. Told her I was in town on business for one day and invited them to have dinner here at the hotel with me. Don't tell me Dora refused you. Far from it. She jumped at it like a hungry catfish at a fly. And then she asked, Black tie, of course, darling. Black tie? <laughs> ben, what did you say? Well, what do you want me to say? That I never owned a dinner coat? I was so surprised, I just said, Well, naturally, and I hung up. Then I got to thinking about it, Irma, and this just confirms everything I told you last night. Anyone who has to wear a dude outfit like that just to have dinner has got to be a stuffed shirt. Now who's being snobbish? Me? Snobbish? Of course, darling. Maybe they're the kind of snobs who pride themselves on dressing for dinner. But you're the kind of snob who prides himself on not dressing for dinner. Irma, that's a nasty thing to say. After all, I've tried to do just for you. Oh, darling, what difference does it make now? What I want to know is, what are you doing about getting a tuxedo? I tell you what I'm doing. I'm not getting one. I'm sending them a wire that I'm unexpectedly called home and I'm taking the next plane for Moundsville. Oh, no, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. No, you're not. But I'll tell you what you are going to do. You get a classified telephone book and you look under tuxedos for rent. And after you find the rental place nearest your hotel, you go over there and rent an outfit. That's what you think. All I'm going to do is come back home. Yes, sir. Something for you? Why, yes. I phoned about 20 minutes ago, remember? I needed a dinner jacket for tonight. Oh, sure, uh, 20 minutes ago, yes. I uh, got it all ready here for you to try on. Just take it in that first dressing room and let me know when you got it on, see if it needs anything. Thanks. If it's my size, 44 long should fit me like a glove. If it needs a little something, we'll take care of it. Hello. 
I came by to pick up the tux I ordered for tonight. Ordered? Uh-huh. Phoned you maybe a half hour ago. Well, I'll, I'll uh, have to look it up. Imagine you get a lot of men renting these things. Personally, I hate them, and I hate the kind of people who make you wear them just to eat their food. Stuffed shirts, the lot of them. Well, in that case, how come you want to wear one tonight? Oh, you know, the wife. Some overstuffed snob from back home in town. He says jump, so we got to jump. Say, if this ever was a 44, it must have shrunk. Excuse me a minute. Look at these sleeves. Hardly cover my elbows. And these trousers. I'm afraid it's my mistake, sir. This uh, other gentleman phoned in, too. Uh, he ordered the 38. Well, let him have it, huh? Excuse me. Aren't you Sam Courtney from Moundsville? Ben. Ben Foster. What in the world are you doing renting a tuxedo? What are you doing here? From the way your aunt tells it, we thought you had seven dinner coats, one for every night in the week. How do you like that? From the way your aunt tells my aunt, Dora and I thought you and Irma even dressed for breakfast. Oh, but we do. You're kidding. No, no, I'm not. Irma dresses and curlers and a house coat, and I never make my appearance without wearing my bathrobe. <laughs> and here I've been thinking you were a stuck-up stuffed shirt. Ben, you haven't changed at all. I guess all that seemed changed was what we thought the other'd be like. <laughs> Gentlemen, now about these two suits. Well, we'll pay the rent for them, but you take them and hang them back in stock. But, uh, I don't understand. No, and maybe you never will. To understand why we'd pay for those monkey suits and then not use them, you'd first have to understand a very old saying. Old saying? That's right. It goes, you can take the boy out of the country, but you can never take the country out of the boy. You can say that again. Come on, Sam. We're going out to do the town. The sarsaparilla floats with double ice cream. Any flavor. Those, my friend, are on me. Thank you, Louis Calhern, for a fine performance. Thanks, Jimmy. It's a real treat for me to be on guest star. I'm grateful that I've had the opportunity of buying United States saving bonds through the years, and I want to tell others about them. Well, I can see you speak my language, Mr. Calhern. You see, Jimmy, I was always one of those people who wanted to save money, but never got around to it. Then one day, a friend of mine told me how he was buying a savings bond every month through his bank. He said he'd just signed an application card and the bank did the rest, bought a bond in his name and sent it to him each month. Well, I decided maybe that was what I needed to get started with the savings program I'd always meant to start. So I signed up for the bond-a-month plan, too. And you'd be surprised how fast those bonds have piled up. That's right, Mr. Calhern. And, of course, the money is always quickly available if you need it for an unforeseen emergency. But... If you hold your bonds for as long as 10 years after they mature, they'll continue to earn 3% compounded semi-annually. You can realize 80% on your original investment in 19 years and 8 months. Friends, regular saving is the best way I know of to achieve financial security. The easy, automatic way to save is with the guaranteed safe United States saving bonds through the payroll savings plan where you work or the bond-a-month plan where you bank. There's no finer investment in the world. Right you are, Louis Calhern. And thanks again for being with us. Thank you, Louis Calhern. Now, once again, here's Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra with Marta. Marta. <laughs> 
You have been listening to Guest Star, a transcribed feature for United States Savings Bonds, which today featured Louis Calhoun. The supporting players were Herbert Butterfield, Isabel Jewell, Herbert Vigran, and Ted DeCorsia. The play was directed by Louis Graff. The time for this program is donated by this station every week in the public interest. And the Treasury Department thanks your station and Mr. Calhoun for their contribution to the Savings Bonds program. Next week, we'll have another famous guest and more good music by Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra, so we hope you'll be on hand. Meanwhile, this is John Conti saying so long, and remember, save before you spend it all. Save through buying United States Savings Bonds regularly through the Bond-A-Month plan at your bank or payroll savings where you work. You just can't beat this savings plan. <laughs>